Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Long Ago Catholic. I'm your host, Andrew Miller. Across the table from me, almost as always, is Father Scott. Hello, everyone. Hello. So I have a question for you. Good. Is it ever okay to take bread from others to starve one? Now, let me elaborate. Let's say you uh, live in a world, a fallen world, where you have a CEO of a company. Uh, it comes out that the CEO's been accused of sexual harassment of some variety or the other. Mm-hmm. And of course, when that accusation comes out, people start pulling their support from the company. Because it's the CEO who may, who did all these things. He's a bad CEO. But the question is, is it okay to take bread off the table of the many who work for the CEO to starve the CEO. I don't get it. I don't get it. Explain this. Why? How are you starving the CEO? By taking business away from him. By like taking contracts and other things away from the company to starve out the CEO because he did a horrendous thing. But if that company has like 40 employees... They all lose their jobs, right? Eventually. So, so, is, so, it, so is it okay to punish a CEO? Is it okay to punish... A company for the behavior of their CEO. Is that the question? I kind of. Mm-hmm. I guess more, uh, more or less, is it? Is there a moral quandary there? Right, because if I take you are the you're the CEO of a company, you do something crazy. Well, if I start pulling my business from you, that doesn't just hurt you. Right, that hurts everybody underneath of you. Right. So the question is, yeah, I don't want to give you my support, but I also don't want to take the food off the table for the other employees that work for you. Right. So what do we do in that situation? You do what's ever best for the business. So even if you're supporting somebody who isn't morally upstanding, because they have employees, we should still... Or not, not his business. Right, that's your what I'm, personal that's... business is. Oh, I see what you're saying. Why are you punishing the CEO? Because he's sexually... Uh, he is sexually something? abused, assaulted, whatever, some employees in the past. What's that? Well, I don't know. That that sounds weird. I, I don't know. Uh, like, what's this company do? They build inserts for board games. Okay, now I think we're getting, that's very specific. Okay, so, so it's a very niche community to begin with. Yes, and there's not a lot of people out there making as high quality of these inserts as this particular company is. Right. So, so you're worried buying these inserts is supporting a bad person? That is the consensus in the community. Yes. Interesting. Um. So they're just boycotting this guy's company until they fire him, right? Well, I mean, or until he walks away. But when you own a small business like that, if you walk away... Well, is he, is he the owner of the company? Yes. He's okay. the founder, CEO, owner uh, type of... Okay. Well, if you're willing to give up your fancy board game inserts, then sure. You can do that. You can boycott him. There's no problem with that. That's the whole point of boycotting. Right. But I'm just, I'm, I just, 
he could step down as CEO if it becomes a big enough problem. You're worried about the other 40 employees yes. who aren't responsible for all of this. Yes. I don't, you're not worried about them. Don't right. worry about those people. Why not? They, um, well, this is an interesting thing. It's, uh, I don't even think you have to worry about buying. It's, it's the internal dynamics of the company. So who has moral responsibility here? is um, the person who has moral responsibility here. One, the, the CEO did something wrong, right? So the CEO has done something wrong, which is reprehensible. What is the fitting punishment for the CEO? Well, I would, I would assume that the fitting punishment is whatever the justice system brings. If it, you know these allegations come to light that they are in fact true, mm-hmm. whatever the justice system deems as just it, it is fitting for his crimes. Yeah, why don't let the justice system take care of this? Because we live in a day and age of social media where somebody can write something and it will turn all heads and <laughs> people will just run with it. Okay. And and the problem is with the you know social media today is we don't really take time to actually let the systems play out that we yeah, have. Let the system it, play out. But people don't want to do that. They want to be the first one on the front line that says we were the first ones to stop business with them. You should you should praise us. I think that's crazy. Uh, what whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty? That doesn't exist anymore in this Ooh, country. Ooh, that's that's a big. If that's really the case, then we've got a real big problem. Um, that's that's just crazy. You don't you don't get you should not be getting judged in the courts of social media. Um, they have no ability. They don't have the intelligence to deliberate. They they um, they don't they have no. Uh, they're not bound by any laws. It's just mob rule at that point. If you let these uh, folks um, just. I mean, you can, you can, the whole idea of just boycotting and canceling people's lives and businesses because they, they, they ruffled your feathers on a particular issue is, is quite horrifying, actually, in my own mind, because it's, it goes so against law and order. But, it, okay, so let's say these allegations came out and the CEO says, yeah, I had relations with this woman. Mm-hmm. And there will probably be more coming forward now. Okay. It kind of feels like he's admitting guilt at that point. Sure. So then is it okay to kind of just say, to throw him to the wolves? Yeah. Why is everybody scared about these wolves? Well, the wolves would be social media. Yeah. Why is, it, why is everybody so scared of social media? Because people are starting to dig things up that Father Scott did when he was 13 years old and holding him accountable for it today. I say, you know, I'm going to get a spicy meatball here. Um, but <laughs> the the way to handle it, we, we've had actually some, uh, oh, I'm going to, this is going to get spicy. Is it okay if I get extraordinarily spicy? Please do. You did not get spicy enough in your homily, so I'm very upset ooh, with you. Oh, because we, we, we ducked. You did duck. I did I duck. I was very upset duck. with you. I did duck. And I enjoyed the ducking. Uh, this is another story. Um, but here's what you do with um, with all of this: is you. Um, what were we talking about? We got sidetracked on the homily. Sorry, you, you, you. Ah, uh, good example. Let's let's go a little less spicy. We'll talk about Brett Kavanaugh. Do you remember what right. happened with him? Yeah, 
back in high school, he was accused of doing something inappropriate. Well, uh, uh, sexual assault of another woman when he was in high school. Yes. Correct? It was dug out from out of nowhere. His proper response was anger because he's he being felt accused fa- and, yeah. and probably he felt falsely accused. Um, and the whole media world tried to destroy his life. Um, and, uh, he still became the Supreme court, a Supreme court justice. Yes. So to um, the ire of all those who tried to dethrone him. Yes. And, and, um, so the, the big, the big danger here is, uh, um, I actually think let's go back on this. I actually think it's immoral for the media to prosecute. I mean, I do as well because they are supposed to be the. They're only supposed to transmit truth. Portrayers of information. Right. They they're not supposed, supposed to gin up hatred towards particular individuals to dethrone them or get them get them canceled. They're just supposed to. Uh, the, the problem is uh, with the social media and everything. The, the right thing to do, if you get under attack from social media for doing something that's false and that you don't really feel like you did, the proper response is to ignore it. Um, and just, just brush it off. But I mean, then people will say that your, your absence of any type of comment or anything is proof of your guilt. But then no, again, what, what it, really, what really is proof of your guilt is if you acquiesce to it. Um, and you just say, oh, yep, I guess I got to step down. I guess I can't do this anymore. Uh, the, the right thing to do is just to blow it off. And, um, there's nothing you can do about this. Okay. Now I'm going to get spicy. Um, the, you may remember there was a president of recent memory. His name was Donald Trump. Yes. I I do remember this man. There was an issue that occurred on uh, a bus. Do you remember this issue that occurred? He was recorded saying something on a bus. Yes. 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 It was highly inappropriate. Yes. It should have sunk any presidential candidate in the history of presidential candidates. I mean, I, everyone was like, it's over. It's all over. The whole, the whole thing is over from what he said on this bus. And then he said something interesting. He came out and he just said, ah, it was locker room talk. And everyone's just like, are you out of your mind? His, Donald Trump discovered something, the president, yes. that in terms of today's modern rhetoric is interesting. Uh, can you ever remember a time where President Trump um, apologized. Nothing is coming to memory. I don't think he ever did. He never admitted guilt for anything that he ever did. Now, it's actually interesting if you dig into his kind of religious upbringing. He was a big devotee of Norman Vincent Peale, who wrote the book, The Power of Positive Thinking. And so there's never an admission of guilt. You'll never see President Trump admit guilt ever. Uh, because that is saying he's done something wrong, and that would be negative thinking. Admission of guilt in today's society. So a person says, I'm really sorry, I apologize, I issue an apology. That does not bring them back into the social graces of the world. No. All it does is it says, now, oh, yes. now you're dismissed. Yeah. And oh, so yes. thank so you, you for your apology, you're dismissed. So you do admit it that you did this. Okay, thanks, and, but, but then, And it's, it's not even because they're ju- it's just like, you, you gave us the apology. It doesn't matter. You're, you're done. You're canceled. The only way out of this in our current world today is to never apologize. Uh, and the person who demonstrated that, think about how many people hated him. Think about how many people were disgusted with all the bad things 
or whatever the things may have been that President Trump had done. But they could not get rid of him no. because he never apologized. Uh, and so as soon as you apologize, you, 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 the social media has won. And the, the, there should be a lesson learned from this is to simply never apologize because we are, we are no longer living in a society where there's, there's forgiveness. So that, that's actually the bigger problem. So at what point do you work towards like reintegrating these people in a healthy way in society? At what point do you say, we forgive you for what you've done in the past? There's no, there's no sense of that in today's society. Would you concur? Yeah. And that, that, that's actually a really big problem. Okay, you made a mistake in your past. You understand it's wrong. We forgive you. Let's well, get back to normal. Well, I mean, especially if you're digging stuff up from like 10, 15 years ago. Right. When society has changed so much in those 10 to 15 years. Right. Something that you said 10 years ago might have been fine sure. in society 10 years ago. Sure. But now it might not be fine. And you should say the same thing you said 10 years ago if it was fine. You know, the, the fine calibration has changed over time to a degree that it's it's just insane. And so, um, yeah, I, I think the key is uh, never uh, apologize <laughs> publicly uh, if you think what you said was fine. I think that that's what folks need to to just be I, again I, everybody was so shocked that even after president trump said or the the candidate at the time had said this stuff uh and he just he just brushed it off he didn't he didn't apologize for it he just said ah was it you know and, and everyone's just like you're not playing by the same rules as everybody else. The rule is you do something wrong. The media calls you out on it. You're horribly ashamed. You issue a deep, long, uh, heartfelt or not apology. And then your political career is ruined and you go back home and you sulk. I just wonder if that he knew that they were digging stuff up on him the entire time. Mm -hmm. That's why he'd never apologized. No, I, th I think it was his, it has always been a strategy of his. It's just you never admit fault for anything ever because that's a negative thought uh and you always have to be positive about everything uh and so um that's just that and it's 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 if you understand the power of positive thinking norman vincent peel the president trump makes total sense he's he's probably the best devotee of that particular religious strain of thought um which is just always uh staying positive you're always looking for the positive angle um he, and he would do this with dictators of other countries, you know, and he would say, oh, Putin, great guy, great guy. You know, he's power of positive thinking. And so um, vaccine's going to be here before the end of the year. It's going to be great, which actually it was. Yeah. Um, or he was hoping before the election. But anyway, just using that as an example. And um, yeah, if social, if social media comes. I, uh, with, I guess we're, we're getting at a much more deeper topic, which is. People are expected to be perfect nowadays. And is it possible? And people are expected to be sinless nowadays in the eyes of the culture. Like you've never made a mistake before in your life. Yeah. Uh, this is going to lead to, it already probably has, lead to massive neuroses, right? How are you supposed to, um, how are you supposed to uh, act in a relaxed way in this world if, um, if you're never able to say, oops, sorry, I made a mistake. We, we, we live in a world where mistakes are uh, 
are not allowed. No, and this is not. why nobody leaves their houses. It's <laughs> because they're they're terrified or takes risks of any kind or well, asks I, people out on dates I because mean, you're, it's just too dangerous to make a mistake. You can't you can't let your kids out of your house without mm. someone calling CPS on you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like everybody is in everybody else's business so much that they mm-hmm. forget to take a look at themselves. But it's it's the parable of the of the, the, the sliver of the, the eye, eye and the log in my you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've got to just be thinking about. Uh, but I I think you've really hit on something, which is, um, all right. Let's say the CEO comes out and apologizes. Yes. At what time is his punishment uh, considered satiated? I don't think any. He served his, he, he paid for his crime. It's over. Let's move on. I mean, me personally, Mm -hmm. because I have a completely different view on this and Mm -hmm. don't really want to get into it Mm -hmm. is, is I think that he, he can just, I think if he comes out, apologizes and the court system, does what they're supposed to do. Right. And then whatever time he needs to serve, if he needs to serve any, once it's done, he should be welcome back. You would think that would satisfy justice. But it won't. In the because, eyes of social media, because he needs to die. Yes. Essentially. <laughs> yes. He, 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 it's it's a it, form of the death penalty, in a way. It, it's Well, because it's amazing, because all these people will be like, oh, you need to be, you, you know, you need to be accepting of these people. You need to be yada, yada, yada. Hmm. But when the person comes and apologizes, heartfully... They don't welcome him back with open arms. No. They just, they still see the sin. They still that, want to burn him at the stake. They still see the sin that was there. Correct. And like that person can never change. Correct. But then I want to go look at those people and say, so you've never done anything in your past that you are upset about. And they would say no. Well, let me start digging. Well, well, that's, that's the thing. It's just, there's a, a society like this will not be able to, to last. Uh, if, if there's no forgiving and moving on. And if, uh, You've made a mistake in your past. Ah, yeah, you made a mistake. No one acts like that in terms of the social media and everything because it's just an instrument of hate. Um, and so it'll, it'll be interesting to see. There needs to be... Um, uh, but again, if you ignore the social media, if you just don't live in that world, um, it doesn't... At least it shouldn't have any effect. Um, and so uh, just when these social media mobs come after somebody... You just, you just ignore them. Why can't people ignore them? I think because even if it is a minority, their mm-hmm. voices are so loud, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but they're loud on social media. If no one's listening, they're not loud. But people always listen. Because ah. again, we we talked about how addictive yeah, yeah, these true. these things are. That that's they'll true. constantly, you're always on it. And as soon as Twitter pings about something that you're interested in, yeah. next thing you know, it's you know, it's a it's another priest getting caught in a sexual assault scandal. Yeah, they're going to denounce the church, and if you just sit there and you just say, "Well, whatever," all oh, you so you support you support abusers. Well, that's not what I'm saying, mm-hmm. though. What I'm saying is we need to wait to see what actually happens. Right. False accusations do happen, and when you sit there and you perpetuate everybody. Mm-hmm. As a truth teller, worse things happen. Mm-hmm. And then those who are actually in trouble either don't speak up or they're not heard mm-hmm. properly. I, it's a thing. 
<laughs> okay. Yep. So that that's um, yeah. It's just going to be just there. There's uh, you know, forgive others as you want to be forgiven. You know, that should be the that should be the goal. But if you never think you sin, if you never think you ever make a mistake. And I'm actually going to be preaching about this this weekend. It's it's this pharisaical way of thinking, really. It's we're pure, we're sinless, we're the best, we're doing everything right, and we judge everybody else if 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 they even step one iota off the right track. And so, um, so that 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 just needs you have to stand up against that. You have to stand up and say, um, well. Uh, <laughs> you you kind of you just kind of have to ignore it. I, I don't know what else you can do, um, and or you can or or you kind of fight back against it uh, vehemently and and just and defend yourself. Um, but it, if you're really guilty about it and you've really done that and it's wrong, but don't apologize if you don't think it's wrong. That's the other thing. If you really think it's wrong, maybe you apologize. But if you don't think it's wrong. Then don't apologize. 